this is the Empowering Health Podcast. If you're a female living with type 1 diabetes and you care about your health, you're in the right place. I'm your host, Andy Balog, and I specialize in helping women just like you navigate all things nutrition, exercise, sleep, and blood sugars so you can feel confident and in control in your body and your life with T1D. Let's go. Welcome back to the podcast and it's another Q&A episode. And if you want to ask a question to be answered in future episodes, make sure you use the link in the show notes below or you can go to empoweringhealth.com.au and click podcast and you will find a form to fill out and that will basically submit it to me and then I will answer your question live in one of the future episodes. So this question was asked by an anonymous um, individual on Instagram. They asked me, what do you do to prevent massive BG spikes after working out? So first of all, The most important thing is to know the different types of exercise and what they actually do to your blood sugars. So there's already the fact that different types of exercise, so I'm talking about um, low intensity, moderate intensity, high intensity, and then there's different types of exercise. exercise in terms of whether it's cardio based or whether it is uh, resistance training based and they fall into these intensity categories as well so you can have resistance training that's low intensity you can have resistance training that's anything in between and then high intensity and these already have different effects on your blood sugars and then you have the individual differences so what it does to you specifically and then the environment or the time of day that you do them in, that will have an effect as well. So it's very important to know these differences. Now, that is no piece of cake. It takes time. It takes um, practice and trial and error and dedication. If you want to work that out, it is so worth it. It's the kind of things that I teach in my programs and my DIY course, um, my confidence method course and program. And it is something that we work on for the whole program, you know, and it's something that I encourage my clients to then continue working on thereafter. It's a five month program. So you can get where I'm going with this. It takes a long time and it's worth it because if you want to exercise with type one diabetes, which I bloody hope that you do, um, and you want to exercise for the rest of your life and stay fit and healthy, then it's totally worth it. Because in the grand scheme of things, what is five months out of your whole life? Knowing what different types of exercise due to your blood sugars is so, so important. And I will actually do a podcast episode um, in the future about what the general effects are of these different types of exercises, because I think you need to know that. Um, and I'll, I'll run through those um, things in a different podcast episode, but you know, it's worth it. It's all I'm trying to say is that that is important to know. So not all exercise is equal. Some exercise will raise blood sugar. Some exercise will lower it. Some exercise will lower it longer term than others. There's also the situation where it depends on how fit you are. So the in general, the more fit you are, the less effect there will be on your blood sugar. The newer you are to something, the more effect it will have on your blood sugar. And then you also have to think about insulin in a wider spectrum rather than just instantaneous. So what I mean by that is you have to manage your insulin before, 
during and after exercise to get the desired blood sugar result that you want. So if you're having massive blood sugar spikes after working out, that could be a problem that is start stemming from well before you even started your workout it could be a problem that is stemming from something going on in your workout so what how you've managed your insulin around the workout itself and then what are you doing afterwards so there could be a bunch of different things at play so you need to work out where is it stemming from are you managing your insulin prior to as in have you um, taken into account when you're doing your workout what kind of food are you having prior to when are you eating food prior to the workout do you have insulin on board before you start your workout do you have insulin running during your workout all of these things are something that needs to be considered if you're not considering these things the problem could be stemming from any one of those points in time So as you can see, the hardest part is pinpointing what the issue is. And if you're not considering any of these things, well, then the issue could be all of it, you know? So this is why doing that work and the trial and error is so worth it and why I end up having people contacting me and asking to work with me because it does help to have a sounding board and have someone guide you through the process so that you're not so overwhelmed trying to do everything all at once when you haven't done anything at all. So You can never check your blood sugar too much as well is another thing I want to say, but you don't always have to act on that. So when you check your blood sugar multiple times before and during and after a workout, that doesn't mean that you should always be making adjustments every single time. It's an awareness tool. It's seeing and looking and watching and waiting and then making an adjustment when you feel it's the right time. So... These are all the kinds of things that I would be looking at. Generally speaking, when we're talking about um, massive blood sugar spikes after working out, and if your blood sugars have been completely fine prior to and during the workout, what this generally is related to is a higher intensity style of exercise. So we're talking about um, heavy uh, resistance training. So between one to three repetitions of very heavy exercise. weights or resistance training, or it could be high intensity exercise, cardio based. So heat training, anything to do with sprints, that kind of thing. Or it could be to do with um, not having insulin during the workout. And then it's the aftermath effect of that. So when your body catches up, and it breaks down all of this glucose during your workout, depending on what kind of workout you're doing, I'm just guessing here, then you will end up with a spike thereafter. So these are the kinds of things that could be happening. It's a very general question. So I tried to give as specific of an answer as I can, but um, obviously I can only do so much, but I hope this has helped. And if you do want to learn more about the different types of exercise, what can happen with your blood sugars, please, please reach out. You can always do a bunch of different things with me. Number one would be if you haven't grabbed my better bolusing guide, link in the show notes for that one. It's $27 Australian. You cannot lose. This guide is very comprehensive. It'll teach you how to bolus for different situations, different types of exercise, and how you can manage your blood sugars around those different scenarios and foods and exercise. 
So that's number one. If you want to then dive deeper, we can work together via Zoom consults and that is from anywhere in the world and we can work on your blood sugars specifically for the type of exercise you're doing. So we can do that. Again, link in the show notes for that. And then if you would like to go really, really deep and understand your blood sugars in general much better and have more confidence in yourself, then you want to apply to work with me one-on-one in the Confidence Method program. That again, is in the show notes. You can apply and I'll check your application and see if it's right for you. And we'll jump on a call and we can move forward from there. But there's always help available. There is always a way and I want you to look into it. Sounds like it's going to be worth it for you. It's worth it for sure to learn all of these different things about your blood sugars, about your body, about exercise, and then you can go ahead and do whatever the hell you want. And you're going to still have those good blood sugars. So that's the goal. I hope this has helped and yeah have a good day and i'll talk to you soon bye if this podcast has inspired you and you're ready for change you can apply to work with me by clicking the link in the show notes or go to empoweringhealth.com.au and click apply for coaching if you like this episode please leave a five-star review and share it with other t1ds you know so i can continue to help others you can also find me on instagram at the t1d nutritionist and i'll catch you in the next episode